Um, we're going to move on to the next part of the service, and we're going to be sharing as a team. So uh, let's see how we're going to start. We're going to start by, so there was a song that um, when we got there the first night, the, uh, we had a time of worship together, and they sang the song, and we kind of, it kind of just connected. We kind of, it just felt like, this is our song. This matches what we're going through. And then the girls got a guitar. Where's Hazel? And then the girls got a guitar. And almost all the music in Spanish, except for this one song. And so Hazel starts learning how to play it on the guitar. And we all start joining in singing whenever she has it. And Deborah and Amelia and whoever's around just start singing with her. And then we go to the church service the next day. They sing three songs. We know one. It's this one. <laughs> We're like, okay, so here's our, here's our song for the trip. So I asked um, Hazel to, to play it, to learn a little more, and to play it for us, and to lead us singing it today. And Deborah's going to sing with her. And then um, you guys can totally join in. And then after that, Carrie has put together a video for us, and it gives you a snapshot. I think it's really well done. It gives you a snapshot of our trip and what we did and what we experienced, and it says hello from the Hubbards, and then we'll each take a little bit of time sharing. So let's begin with um, the girls. This was the song, the theme song. You have to share this. I can do loud enough. It's fine. Just this space. I think I'm good. Yeah, I think you're good. Shush, 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 shush. Sorry, guys. No, there was an ad. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, that was loud. Thank you guys, sorry. <laughs> All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your Is running after, it's running after me with 
my life laid down surrender now i give you everything your goodness is running after it's running after me all my life you have been Of the goodness of God, I will sing of the goodness of God. He did a great job, Carrie. Did you see our soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, I don't think I need to sing that song for a while. <laughs> How was our soundtrack? Um, so beautiful. When you look at it, I'm like, holy moly, we did a lot. And I mean, you travel, it's eight days, but that's six days on the ground. And yet we still had time to like breathe, I promise. <laughs> uh, we did. Uh, yes, you did. Thanks, Hazel. That's what happens when your mom's in charge. Yeah. Welcome. All right. I wanted to share. Thank you, Hazel. I wanted to share a scripture that this was what was floating around in my head while we were there. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Just kept going as we experienced the different pieces and the food, for one, um, and the beauty, so beautiful, and the experiences that we had and um, the coffee plantation and being with the people, cooking classes, taste and see that the Lord is good. It was so evident to me while we were there that God was being kind and good, good to us. Uh, I'll read the part before it. So Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant, so your face shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Ah, super hard. I've asked several people, what are you going to share today? What are you going to share? And like, they're like, there's so much I haven't decided yet. So um, thank you to those who've been with me this week and helped me process. I realize I've talked a lot of people's ears off, <laughs> my friend Kirsten and Sherry and Kathleen all. And I was like, wow, it's taken me a lot of verbal processing to um, work through this trip for myself. Um, one, I think one thing I loved so much is I have gone to church with a lot of these, some of these people for a long time. I have gone to church with Masaro since the first day we came here. I don't know how long ago that was. And I now know, uh, I now know I can say I know Masaro. Like I barely knew Masaro, but there's something about this opportunity to be together in uncomfortable situations and exploring and trying new things that um, I can know him in a way I never did. And Kelly and I have been in so many Bible studies 
and so much church stuff together, but yet to be able to travel and we both experience God through adventure. Like Kelly and I both have that in common. Like we, when we adventure and do things, we experience God. And so to do that together was really, I've never, I've never known you in this way. And uh, it's really fun. And that she's very easy to travel with. If you ever want a travel partner, she's super relaxed, super easygoing. Take her. <laughs> and then people like, no, but like Carrie. Okay, Carrie's like, not me. Okay, okay. But you blew my mind. You blew my mind because you had water dripping on your clothes because of the humidity. You had bats in your bathroom. There were thousands of ants and you were okay. And you didn't know you could be okay with that. And you're like, I'm like, who are you? And you're like, I don't know. And so it's fun to challenge yourself and to get to be brave in ways you didn't, you didn't know you could. So you might have noticed um, what we like to do around here just for fun is would you rather? Would you rather? The one out there is would you rather travel forever? And everyone takes, not everybody, but a lot of us take turns when we have one and the board's clear. If you notice, people just write it up there. So today's is like, would you rather travel forever to Costa Rica or Washington State or Hawaii? So here, Pullman, here's the one, here's the one from our trip. Would you rather be brushing your teeth and look up and six inches from your face is a huge spider? And I'm not exaggerating, for real, for real, because they come out and they ask Trent, is she exaggerating? He's like, no, she's not. Okay, would you rather that? Yeah, or would you rather bat guano, which is bat poop on your toothbrush? <laughs> your choice, because we experienced both. Deborah got the bat poop on her toothbrush. She boiled it off. Would you still use it even if you boiled it? That girl is crazy. She's like, what do I do? Well, we were in the middle of nowhere. Where would you get a toothbrush? So what would you prefer? Because we experienced them both. So um, I'm going to let other, other people share and hopefully like more pieces. And then at the end, because I got lots I could say, but I'm going to give space for other people. So um, I asked Kelly to go first. So months and months ago, our first prep meeting, I think Heidi asked, like, what are you nervous about? What are you scared about before we went? And what are you really looking forward to? And I said what I was nervous about was spending a week with a bunch of people from church and still liking each other at the end of it and coming away and being okay with each other. And what I was looking forward to was meeting people from that culture. So I've been reflecting on that over the last week. And I was like, the first one, totally no problem. Like, I know everybody will love each other more after this trip, and we were fine living together. It was really fun, and it was really good. And um, second one, absolutely meeting the people and laughing so hard during chocolate chip cooking making classes. And such a language barrier because Cynthia was our interpreter, and she's awesome, and she put so much time. And that's amazing amounts of work. Like, the amount of work that Josiah and Cynthia put into us... <laughs> But then she was called away to go do something, and then we were just there, and we were just laughing so hard and trying our best, and everybody had a lot of goodwill, and it was hilarious, and it was really fun. So, yeah, on both fronts. Um, I really like seeing everybody's strengths and interests come out. They were just kind of like pulled out by the experiences that we had. And seeing like sparks of things in people that I'm like, oh, this is them, and this is gonna be them the rest of their life. And it's such a good strength. Like, 
Hazel with the animals? Oh my goodness. <laughs> like um, the passion that she has for working with animals and caring for animals and going on the vet trips. Or um, I mentioned Heidi leading us, like just drawing us out and the ways that we could self-reflect and the ways that she, what's the word for it, spoke, spoke into that and allowed us to see what God was doing by our own processing. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful gift, like that sort of facilitation. Um, what else? It was good. Pura Vida. <laughs> Who else? Jonas. Okay. In Costa Rica, we did a lot of things, and they were all really fun and amazing experiences. But I think the like best part was just I went on top of um, what's it called? Mountain of Dreams, and um, I was just in the middle of nowhere, and there's just life just all around me, and it was just all of God's creation was just surrounding me, and it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful moment just being secluded in the middle of the jungle, and it was amazing. Okay, um, well, there was a lot that happened and so many highs and, like, very few lows. Um, but one of my highs was probably um, I got to know Ethan and Joel really quite well. Um, and I taught Ethan how to play volleyball. Oh, uh, Ethan and Joel are the, um, the, the PK, I guess, the mission missionary kids. Yeah. Um, and... So I got to know them pretty well, um, and I taught Ethan how to play volleyball. So that was really fun. Um, we were, like, in a circle just playing, and just people from the team and people from that were just walking by would come and join us, and it would just become a pretty big circle, and we would just play volleyball and laugh together, even though we didn't know um, each other's languages. It, would just, it was just a way to that we connected. So. So the whole time I was with my dad, basically the whole time, and we went to a bunch of farms and helped a bunch of people, and it was really similar to Brazil, but it was also really cool to be immersed with the people and be able to help people out even without being able to actually talk with them. Um, and also just, we went with Kenny, one of the workers on the uh, sawmill there, and we got to know basically all his family, and so they were really fun, and they invited us back, so... <laughs> Okay, um, so Heidi told us to pick a highlight, and so my nervous thing from the first one was that I wouldn't like any of the food there, and I loved all of the food there. <laughs> well, not all of it. I didn't, I didn't love all of it. Some of it was not very amazing, but I really don't like rice here, and the rice there was amazing, so... That was probably my main thing, but also it was just really beautiful there, and I liked getting the time to spend, especially getting closer with, like, Becca and the Fontines and stuff. I don't know. I just got closer with people, and that was cool, and they also gave us a lot of stuff there for no reason. Like, they're so generous. It was fun. Mom, your turn.
Okay, so I've also been trying to like process all week, but not verbally processing, which is how I usually do it, because everyone else was trying to process too. <laughs> um, so for me, my nerves were about being away from home for an extended period of time, because I'm a total, I like to go and see new things, but then I'm a total homebody. Um, and that was fine. <laughs> um, my big takeaway actually is that I can exist in putting one foot in front of the other and not planning and not, I know this, but I was pushed in the preparation for the trip and then the whole week. Um, for those that don't know, my back hurt, got hurt somehow the week before and I was in pain basically the whole week. Um, I didn't get to do some of the fun things and that was frustrating. <laughs> I was kind of mad, but um, I ended up spending that day just resting, which I'm not very good at either. And so that's probably my biggest takeaway is just, yes, I can exist in this one foot in front of the other a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Um, and then my highlight, ooh, I have a lot of highlights too. Um, it was really fun watching the girls pick up the guitar. That's a small one, just pick up and find music and play and watching the youth kind of get to be them and do their thing and they were every they were active and contributing and, and part of the team in a full way. And then um, just the place is so beautiful. And we that was a huge blessing to wake up every morning and we we got lucky. John and I had the best view for sure. Um, and so to wake up every morning and just look out the window and hear the river and see just God's creation out our window. And we got like fascinated by the bananas and the like the bloom process on the bananas and we check it every morning. Kelly and I would go out on the deck, look, it bloomed again. Um, so just to experience God in a way different, similar to what I normally connect with, I also connect with him in nature, but to experience in a way different. And yes, I learned I can do lots of things that I would not have expected um, myself to be able to do. So, there you go. Your turn, Deborah. <laughs> Wake up. Hello, I'm John. Um, I think what I wanted to share with you is that I, you know, when we, when this trip was announced, I felt like God was saying, you need to go and your whole family needs to go. And so with that feeling, that call, I just said, okay, we'll do it. We'll figure out how to make it work. Um, and I wasn't quite sure what, I'd never been on a mission trip. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And even throughout the planning and everything, it was still a little ambiguous. And I, I think I went into it thinking, I just want to go help people. Um, I'm a veterinarian. We were going to have, um, you know, some days where we were going out to farms and, and, and visiting with the farmers. So, um, so yeah, that, and that went really great. We went out the first day. I had a great time, but then I felt like, I don't know, I just didn't feel like that was meshing with me. So, uh, what ended up happening is the other two days I ended up staying back at Mountain of Dreams and I helped out with tree trimming, which I didn't expect to be doing, but it was it was great. I um, I learned some new skills. I definitely think with you know I by participating I was helping people, and I think the great highlight for me was just seeing how appreciative um, the local people were. Um, you know, and then and they heard we were doing some work, and one of the neighbors was like, "Hey, can you come take down a tree on my property?" And so. We ended up heading out there one day. Um, 
And then uh, just the warmth of, of the Costa Rican people, and I think going up to see the Quebecer um, indigenous people, that tribe that one day, um, I can't get the image of Alejandro's smile out of my head. That was the, that was the, the man in the family we went to visit. And, um, and even though, you know, we didn't, we could, we didn't speak their language, I felt like um, there was very, there was some relational things happening there. And I think God's blessing was definitely, I, I felt it. Um, so I'm still processing through things and how, how that all works for me. Like why, why was God calling me there? Um, but that's just what I want to share with you today. Um, I said, Jan, do you want to come up? Thank you. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, I could go through a lot of things, but I won't, because um, it was a it was a great trip for me. And uh, <clears throat> all fall, I've been um, thinking we should be more organized in some respects as far as what we should we're gonna do and all that. But that's not how they work there. And <laughs> and I um, uh, it was like maybe even the night before that uh, I left. Um, I was watching The Chosen, and um, it happened to be the episode uh, where Jesus sends out the disciples two by two. And uh, I saw them going out, the first missionaries, really, and they had no clue what they were going to be doing. He said, go out to these uh, towns and, you know, do what you're supposed to do. And... uh, (laughs) And that was a real encouragement to me, actually, because that's kind of how I was. I felt a little bit, you know, and and, um, and it was really good to to really go out and know that God was going to be the one directing you as uh, as you went, and it gave me a lot of peace while I was there too, uh, to not feel like I had to be doing something all the time, and uh, to be able to just spend some time with Him and and uh, go out with Masaro and so forth. And, and that was, Heidi, another thing I agree that uh, I had no idea how I was going to get along with everybody on this trip. And, and uh, as the trip went along, I got to know people so much better and uh, appreciate every one of you uh, so much more. And uh, even Masaro, who I knew the best, really, of everybody on the trip, because I've been in a small group with him for... I don't know how many years, um, and um, I got to know him better, and it was such an encouragement. So anyway, it was great, um, and um, loved the missionaries too, uh, the whole family, because it's Josiah, Cynthia, Josiah's father was there too, Josh, who was, he was a real blessing, and then the kids were great, and Philip. And his kids and wife were wonderful. They were the ones up in the mountains. And I do want to say one more thing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but um, John finally mentioned it. But being up in the, uh, in the Hill Tribe area with Alejandro and his family was, uh, I think, really good for all of us. Um, and because they live in a very, from our standpoint, a very stark I mean, it's a dirt floor house, um, and um, 
uh, but they were so gracious, so loving, and uh, and and then when uh, uh, Kelly asked him what was um, uh, via an interpreter, Philip, um, what was the most important thing in his life, and uh, what he valued, and uh, and he said, well, first of all, we value Jesus Christ first, and then we value our family, and then our community, and. Uh, and later, we were praying over them, and, and John got a picture, and he was courageous enough to share it, because uh, he didn't know what it meant. Um, and it was a uh, corner post of a fence. And, uh, but it really was a corner post of a house, I believe. Um, but we wouldn't recognize that, because our houses have cornerstones or you know, uh, something very different. And, um, and that was the interpretation, I believe, and Philip thought so, uh, that, you know, Alejandro was really a cornerstone in his family and in his community. And um, so, anyway, it's good to see the body working together in that way. So. Looks like you're up, Jamie. I actually was almost thinking I wasn't going to get this share because I thought you guys were going to talk a lot longer. Wow, good job, guys. It's 11.30. Yeah. Yeah, you want to say more? We still have a video from Sarah and Curtis. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll just share. Uh, there's a number of things, I think, that, that stood out to me. Um, I mean, th there, was, there was things that I got to do. That we get to do on a trip like this that you don't get to do anywhere else, like eating a mangosteen. If you've never eaten a mangosteen, you don't even know what it is. You've not lived yet. And then you eat one of these things, and you're like, this is what living is. And, but I didn't even know, and it was so wonderful. Um, I mean, those are kind of the fun things we get to do, but we weren't on a vacation. We were there with a purpose. And, uh, you know, I kind of went and didn't know what my purpose would be. You know, it's like, well, he's like, you're a pastor, and you're going to go pastor. Heidi was in charge of the trip, and Heidi did that role. And I was there in a support role, and I wound up doing things that I wasn't expecting to do. And basically spent a lot of my time cutting down trees. Um, and it just occurred to me how much of life is really that way. We come with these expectations of the way things are supposed to be, and we carry that around. And if we hold our expectations so tightly um, that this is the way things have to be, we miss out on what it is that God actually has for us. Um, and I want to encourage all of you. Um, when it comes to your faith, we, we need to let go of our expectations a little bit. Let go of control and just follow, follow in the flow of life with God, and, and it will take you places and in ways that you'd never expected. Um, like John talked about, taking a tree down in a neighbor's yard. I mean, this is a, this was a, a family group. They live in family groups. So there was a, a son with his wife and kids, uh, his brother over here with his wife and kids, his father and mother back over here, and his sister in this other corner. And in the middle of it was this giant tree that was dying. But the, the log itself was actually worth, uh, what I understand, about half a year's pay was what the log was worth. And so this tree is dying. It could fall on their house. And the only way they could take it down is if somebody could climb it and actually take it down. And they don't do that there. And so we came with our skills. I didn't do it. Thank God. Um, but I stood on the ground and, and used really terrible Spanish to ask for ropes. I actually asked for clothing. I said, do you have another rope? And he's looking at me like, yeah, I got lots of clothes. <laughs> and John, John rescued me on that one. Um, but once we got the log on the ground, I mean, they were immediately going around and measuring this thing. And, we, you know, we had to do that in the midst of protecting their food source, all their trees. 
And in doing a simple service like that, which wasn't really simple, but taking a tree down, of all things, the thing that we pay people to do around here, um, we saved this family's food source, we saved the family's housing, and we gave them half a year's worth of pay in a log. And, you know, those things are not small <laughs> in a place where you make $2 an hour. And I didn't expect to do that. I just didn't. And yet it was a major blessing to these families. And, and it helped them um, be more and more open to God because God came through in a way that they didn't expect as well. And so missions don't have to look like going door to door like we, we think of in the U.S. And, and knocking and sharing the gospel in these really heavy ways. It can be using the little skills you have, just coming with an open heart and open hands, willingness to talk with people you wouldn't talk to, and that's, that's what it was for me, I think, was a, it was an opening up of some things in me. Like, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what I'm going to do in these positions. I know how to be a pastor. I know how to play the guitar. I know how to sing. I didn't do any of that stuff. And God drew other things out. And so I want to encourage all of you, even those of you who didn't go on the, the trip, that that can be life for you. Um, so be courageous and step out. That was the thing. And, I, and we got for uh, uh, last two people, Sarah and Curtis, Trent didn't get one in because Trent's a tree worker and Trent was a little busy this week. He had trees falling on houses on the west side, so uh, he wasn't able to get it to us. But um, Sarah and Curtis are going to share, and then uh, Heidi's going to close us. So there we go. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I'm here to
Thank you. Is there anything else that you popped in your mind? You're like, oh, I'd love to share this. All right. All right. I think the highlight of mine was going up into the native, the native community. We spent a whole day like hiking up. You have to hike up like a mountain like this for a mile to get up to where they live. And then if you want to get to the next house, you have to hike up another mile like this. Jan thought he was going to maybe die, but he's here. He's here with people. Masaru pulled him. Yeah. And, and Jan is a tough guy. He can hike almost any, it was so intense. And to think it's kind of mind blowing. Like you hear these stories, but we were seeing people that actually like hike two and a half, three miles to school one way still like they hike that far to school each, each, each way and we were dying doing it like one time so and we had to take breaks and stop and um it was so beautiful i have hiked i love to hike kelly said this i have hiked a lot in my life jan is like and we're like top three hikes of our life where they live is so beautiful and to be able to experience that and um just to see people that live so simply and are grateful it it's just does a person good just to experience their hospitality um, and to receive something from them. It's something I won't, I won't forget. I won't forget. Um, yeah. And then another thing that was just mind blowing and so humbling. We bought, we bought pie plates at Jamie got pie plates at the Goodwill and four of them. And we brought them along on the trip. Curtis taught everybody how to make banana cream pie. They are not your nice pie plate. They are your cheap one that you would not mind bringing to Meg's house and saying, just keep it. You know what I mean? Like, and and the, we raffled them off. And we're because we just thought, whatever. We raffled them off because Cynthia said you couldn't give, just give one away to the different women because they would be so excited to get this. We raffled them off and they were ecstatic to get these. I mean, I would have thought, like, you'd think it was like a La Crusade pie plate. They were like, yes, and screaming and squealing and take my picture. It was so humbling. It was just so humbling. I am that they were just so excited to get these pie plates. And I was like, next time we're bringing pie plates for everybody. I was like, just, just a reminder that we have so much. And something that was just so easy to get was such a gift to them. So uh, there's a lot of memories. There's a lot of good memories. Thank you for those of you who helped send us. Because it's very expensive to get to Costa Rica. And I know many of you helped put some money in the till for all of us to go. So thank you. Um, Let's end in let's end in prayer. Let's end. Father God, uh, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for the sherry's the sherry's the stories told. Thank you for Sherry. <laughs> we love her so much. <laughs> and the stories. Um, be with each of us as we continue to process. May your Holy Spirit guide our ponderings and our prayers and our musings. 
Um, I pray that those of us who feel inspired to maybe maybe reach and go somewhere or like Jamie said, just here, be willing to to serve a little differently and see world the world a little differently. Thank you for this time. May our stories be a gift to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.